Welcome to the Coach's Nook, a taste of no-nonsense HR with a sprinkle of coaching. I'm Anna Maria. And I'm Athena. We are two passionate HR professionals who love to discuss all things HR, anything from coaching employees and managers to policies and compliance, and anything in between that people might find hard to talk about. Every episode, we'll be sharing our experiences, practical tools and techniques, and real talk that will help guide the way to fulfilling your HR needs. So grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. Hello, we are back. And in this episode, we're going to talk about AI and how it affects the workplace and more specifically the employees and HR. I feel like everywhere I look, every business article, social media post, newsletter has something to do with artificial intelligence. Now, we're not tech experts and AI is completely out of our realm of expertise, but it is now a big part of everyday life from face recognition to text recognition, speech to text, and chatbots. Most people I'm talking to are a little freaked out over using AI, including myself, but I'm discovering that if you use it as a tool to help you learn something new, it can be very helpful and make you more effective at work. I don't believe that we will ever be able to replace creativity, empathy, and being genuine. But AI will help save time and improve processes, so why not use it to your advantage? It's absolutely scary, but as a start, try using it to do some research and to help organize your thoughts and notes. Yes, Athena, it can be scary. However, it's here to stay like any type of technology that has been here and evolved over the years. The most important thing is that we get comfortable with it by understanding what AI is about and how it works and whether it's right for the organization and for yourself as a person and as a professional in any realm or industry. And some key compliance considerations we need to think about are confidentiality, privacy, fairness, bias and accuracy, and how it impacts how we work in the company and within human resources more specifically. Let's start with what is AI or artificial intelligence? It's a technology that can emulate human thinking, which is scary even to think about it. <laughs> it identifies patterns and makes predictions. Wonder if we can win the lottery on that one. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> Me too. I'm in. It may use machine learning and it has everyday applications as you alluded to. Yeah, and it is everywhere. And, and some examples of how we use it in our everyday life are something as simple as face recognition. We use face recognition to log into computers, to scan into a time clock, to log into our smartphones and do online banking or any other websites that we access. We are truly surrounded by it. 
Then there's the, the text recognition piece that completes sentences once you start typing a few words, and it gives you different ways to describe what you're trying to say. I see this a lot in emails. There's speech to text, which is a popular one and one that I sometimes use. It's when you talk into your phone or device and it types out into text the words that you said. Uh, it comes in really handy when you can't type while you're doing something else. So it's really good for people who drive or are on the road a lot for work. And doctors use it too, like a dictaphone. It updates patient file and chart. And then of course there's chatbots. And those are another form of AI that we see every day. I kind of find them annoying, to be honest, when they pop up on my screen, <laughs> but I know that they serve a purpose to help with questions and guide you through a website. And it's another way to engage in a customer service capacity. Oh boy, let's talk about chatbots. <laughs> Athena, I get so frustrated because you wanna speak to a person, customer service or tech support on a platform. And this chat bot pops up. The chat box ends up giving you links after you answer the question to articles. And then it asks, was it helpful? <laughs> I almost always answer, no, it was not. <laughs> you have to search the website for what seems like hours just to find out how to speak to your human or at least send an email with your question. I don't like it at all. And of course, I know companies do it to save money and limit the number of staff a company needs to answer the basic Q&As. Yeah, it's so true. You know, in so many ways, it's great that AI can emulate human thinking and help streamline processes. But as mentioned earlier, it can't really replace feelings and emotions that only humans can express through authenticity and being truly genuine. That's not something, in my opinion, that any app or technology could ever do. Touche, my dear. The real question comes back to, is AI a fit for your organization? And all the compliance concerns that it raises, which we mentioned, confidentiality, privacy, fairness, bias, and accuracy, especially when you need to make decisions like hiring someone or firing someone, you can't allow AI to determine that process. And if we rely on AI to make those decisions, we run a risky business. AI does not take into account precedence, which we use in HR all the time, or process or culture of the company. None of that's considered. You still need human cognitive ability here along with emotion, which has nothing to do with an algorithm. Absolutely. And I'm not convinced that AI can benefit HR in every aspect of our business, such as coaching employees and managers through difficult situations or even through performance management issues. You need a human to help navigate through those situations. However, I do think that AI can help in the selection and recruitment world and in writing job ads and help use creative content for recruiting, especially if you're looking for catchy teasers and phrases for a job posting in this difficult recruitment world that we're living in right now. 
It can also help in generating letters to candidates. So it's really an, an amazing way to enhance your recruitment strategy. I also think it can be useful when developing training content. So it's another great tool, once again, to gather information and organize your thoughts. Yes, and Athena, this leads me to an example of how AI serves as a template only. We were recently looking to bringing remote workers back into the office. And one of the senior managers used chat GPT and came up with the policy. Needless to say, it still needed massaging as it did not take into consideration the employees or the culture of the company, and it missed the different nuances of our workers and workplace. Oh, Anna Maria, I experience the very same thing every day when working with companies and creating their employee handbooks. They sometimes provide me with policy examples that they pulled from ChatGPT and ask me to use them. Now, what ChatGPT doesn't know or do is you recognize the culture of the company, as you said, the language to be used to reflect the business needs and specific details required to complete a policy. It just can't do it. Yeah, I agree with you. It may give a head start, but we always have to use our discretion and ensure compliance is there and you need to put your own interpretation and touch to it based on your knowledge of the company and your overall experience that you bring. And because our background is HR, we have to think about compliance all the time and to protect the companies that we serve, which we have mentioned earlier on in the episode a couple of times, the use and application of AI needs to follow the privacy legislation, any confidentiality agreements, human rights legislation in terms of fairness and bias, discrimination, the topic of intellectual property comes up. And Athena, who owns the output of these <laughs> AI systems? I know, right? Who does own all that? <laughs> it's crazy. And another thing is the accuracy is very important. And it's all based on a prompt in the search engine. So the search engine does all the work. It's like you're Googling. What are the implications of such things as harassment? And how do you do workplace investigations around this whole concept? Yeah, absolutely. And there's such good questions and so much food for thought there. We've covered some of the implications of AI on the business side and how it affects processes and efficiencies. But, but how about the people? How is it affecting employees? How will it affect their work, their jobs? Will they have jobs? Do we even have answers to these questions? I mean, truly, it's the fear of the unknown right now. And it's a known fact that when we add new technology and efficiencies, or what they label as capital substitution, people always fear their jobs. When investing in technology, it usually means you're cutting jobs because you're substituting people with machines or with technology. So how do you base your business decisions as an HR professional, and how do you decide who stays or who goes when all these changes and transitions are happening? I don't really have clear answers for any of these questions, 
either, but I do know for sure that AI cannot determine who stays or who goes. It typically involves workplace planning, or as you said, right sizing, and lots and lots of discussions. Yeah, absolutely. You know, businesses will continue to streamline and they will continue to look for efficiencies. And unfortunately, people will continue to lose their jobs because of the evolution of technology. And, you know, this is not news, nor is the fear of the unknown. But look at Y2K. You know, we heard about it. We talked about it. We feared it. We hired people to help with it. We lived through it. And 23 years later, we can still talk about it. It was part of evolution and it's part of our history. So as human beings, we needed to learn new things and adapt to the new wave of Y2K technology. And so I believe that the same is true with AI. Yes, we all remember where we were January 1st, 2000, and we were waiting for something to happen, a shoe <laughs> to drop. Yeah. The reality for people is, what's in it for me? That's human behavior 101. And although we don't have answers for you, it's important to be aware of the changes happening and to embrace them. It's now time to learn a new set of skills and apply them. In a Forbes article, we found, as A1 advances, will human workers disappear? It was written by a Charles Simon, and it states, new technology, whatever it happens to be, typically brings with it new jobs for those with the smarts and the skills to take advantage of the new opportunities at hand. It is estimated that AI will replace some 85 million jobs by 2025, and these stats are for the U.S., our cousin to the South, and we know what happens in the U.S. usually ripples into Canada. However, the same reporter concluded that 97 million new jobs would be created in the same time frame due to AI. While the healthcare industry is expected to benefit the most from this change, with AI-assisted healthcare technicians seeing a tremendous upward surge, for example, but all industries will likely be affected. And while many of those new positions, notably machine learning engineers, robotics engineers, and data scientists, will require advanced degrees, and the demand for less skilled jobs such as AI maintenance will also skyrocket. What does that mean for us as HR professionals, Athena? Hmm. Well, I think it means that we'll have to have some difficult conversations with managers and employees about skills. We'll have to look at skill gaps, how to mitigate and fill them. And we'll need to do some workforce planning and determine what skills are required. Who do we currently have in place to do the job? And do they have the skill set we need to move the business forward? So there are basically two sides to these conversations. One is with the business slash the employer. And the other one is with the employee. Yes. And on the employee side, we will need to be able to deal with the fears employees will have 
And that's natural for them to have them. Anybody would. We need to be ready for these conversations because you and I know, Athena, that we will have visits to our office with lots of questions and we need to know how to answer and deal with them. Mm -hmm. Fears employees will have is one, the potential of losing their job. And the other fear is of learning a new skill. And if they're willing to learn these new skills, and if they can believe they can learn these new skills. As coaches, we know the change brings on many limiting beliefs, such as, am I smart enough? Am I good enough? Or will you help me learn these skills? So good, Anna Maria, so, so good. And we can go on about this forever, but let's uh, let's wrap it up here and agree that AI is the latest and greatest and will continue to be part of everyday life. It will continue to evolve. It will continue to help with efficiencies at work. And our best bet is to embrace it and just go with the flow. Absolutely. And now we'll end this episode as we will always do with an HR tip. With anything new you introduce into the workplace, involve employees in the process. Communicate your intentions, provide context, and keep the dialogue going. You may not have to share all the details, but share enough information so that they don't fill in the gaps with false assumptions. And if you want to ask how much should you communicate a uh, ceo of a company i work for used to say communicate 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 until you're nauseous love that thank you for joining the conversation if you want more information or simply want to pick our brain go to thecoachesnook.com and if you love this podcast, we would love for you to like, subscribe, and share. And remember, we are people first, and it's important to focus on the human aspect of HR and lead our organizations with heart and intuition. Until next time.